You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Erin, a compulsive overeater, and um, wow. Um, I'm just laughing because my teenagers are noisy in the other room and okay, it's all good. Um, so what it was like, um, so I really from an early age just took to sugar, um, like a drug and, uh, just in my family growing up, it was, you know, no, really, I didn't, it was, you don't talk about feelings unless everything's good. You know, if you're good, that's great. But otherwise, you know, it's, I just kept learning over and over. Um, well, I don't get support if I share, I'm having a hard time. So just don't share it. So that was very, very lonely. And, and food was something I turned to early on. And, um, I just have early memories of taking other kids candy and, um, getting addicted to these things that, in middle school and, um, and noticing that my brother wasn't like that, you know, the other people like, why aren't they eating this sugar? And, you know, just always feeling a little different, like that I was such an addict, sugar addict. Um, and then, um, let's see. So I, I remember first in high school, my friend's mom was in Weight Watchers and I wanted to lose some weight. So I, I did that with her for a little while and um, lost a little, gained it back. Um, but I remember, oh yeah, high school was the first time I really started saying, tomorrow I won't have sugar. Tomorrow I won't have sugar. And high school was so many years ago. And I did that all up and, you know, till recently. Tomorrow, I, you know, just so sad, you know, just daily yeah because they had these um amazing things at school and i go tomorrow i won't have that but kind of every day was some kind of sugar thing and so awful to just constantly feel like wow i failed tomorrow i want you know just um and i did a few other things like to get off sugar i went to some place where we uh Kind of like fasting. I thought, okay, this will do it. I'll be off sugar. Well, it worked for a while. And then I was back to um, sugar and carbs, sugar and carbs. And um, I discovered drinking like, oh, that really could make me feel good, you know? And um, so then I had food and drinking. Um, and then it was really kind of an alone thing. Um, I would do, I'm mainly an introvert and I would, you know, people would be like, you don't party, you don't party, you know, like, what do you do? 
Um, it was, you know, eating ice cream by myself. And I remember when I lived alone, you know, just sitting and crying. I was feeling really upset. I was eating all this ice cream and um, drinking wine and it just to comfort myself, a lot of feeling lonely. Um, and I finally realized that, that it turned to um, the alcohol saying, I won't drink tomorrow. I won't drink tomorrow, <laughs> the sugar and the alcohol. And, um, and I thought, well, let me just try for a few weeks, not drinking. And I, I could do it. And so I thought, well, I can do this. But as soon as some feeling came up, you know, that was uncomfortable, I was right back at it. So I used food and, and um, alcohol to soothe myself. Um, and finally, I was at a different 12-step meeting and somebody was talking about being an AA. And, you know, I just realized, oh, I really am struggling. I can't really stop this. So that's how I originally found I went to AA when I was about 30, I guess. And so that's been a long time. And it's wonderful that my partner doesn't drink. And, um, you know, I haven't had to really deal with being around it. So it really was so much easier than the food, which is everywhere. <sighs> um, so let's see. I'm trying to remember what got me to OA in the beginning. Um, yeah, I really don't remember, but I remember going to Alameda was a meeting there and, uh, and in the beginning, I felt relatively successful, like, okay, I can do this and wasn't doing sugar. And um, that was the main reason I thought I would just need to stop sugar. Um, and then I started, you know, I got a sponsor right away. And, and it was, you know, I spent a few years just really struggling. And I kept thinking, well, why can't I do this? And you know, wait for the miracle. Okay, there's going to be a miracle one day and it's just going to hit me and I'll be successful. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when I think about just how long I just struggled with it, you know. Um, and saw other people being successful and just feeling, you know, really, I know I am someone who needs structure. I really do better with structure. Uh but I really fought the whole thing about measuring, weighing. And, you know, I just thought, no, that's all too much. But I guess I, I just felt really desperate. Like, you know what, just, you got to try something, you know? Um, and I think what, that's what brought me to OA in the beginning. I remember I reached a certain weight or all, and I went, okay, that's it. You know, I can't, that's just too much. And I can't keep gaining weight and going up. So that's originally what, what got me in. And um, so I really didn't lose, you know, I maybe lost five pounds and, um, and the rest was just going to meetings. I had a sponsor. Um, we didn't speak daily and it was very up to me how, I mean, how much contact I wanted to have with her. And it was just too much freedom, you know, like, okay, well, we'll just talk three mornings and, and my food plan just would change and it just, anyway. 
I don't know if I can't continue on and on because I'm almost towards the <laughs> where I got into how. Um, let's see. So my family, it's, it's um, you know, we've got kids and they bring certain foods home. And one of our daughters is just can save um, desserts for another time eat part of it and save it. And I just think, what? And and what was so painful is I would, you know, I would take their food. I would, I would take something and my partners too, my wife, you know, it would be like, they had to hide the sugar. They knew they had to hide the sugar from me. It was just so awful to feel so out of control. And it would be like, well, just don't eat it, mom. Just don't eat it. And, you know, <laughs> And it's so all this shame about why can't I just not eat it? You know, I don't have willpower. And um, I'm so relieved to really just see that people are really made differently. You know, I have a daughter, you know, she's not like me. It's like there are people who really can have a few bites of something. And, and, um, and that is enough. And that's not me. And so I really appreciate being able to see it as a disease that I was you know, it's, there's people that have it and people that don't. And um, so that's really a relief and a real, oh, I get the chills thinking of this huge um, things that have happened. Well, I'll, I guess I'll start now with getting into how. Um, so I got, went to a meeting and pretty quickly after, um, just asked Sandy, oh, will you be my sponsor? Because she called me and it just was so great. It's just been a wonderful, wonderful experience. And um, just having the structure and knowing like every morning we talk, I do my reading, I do my writing. And I've been having, experiencing a lot of anxiety due to different things. And um, sometimes it just feels really comforting to have these things that are set. I do my reading, I do my writing. I have this for breakfast. I talk to my sponsor, right? It's just the structure is really um, helpful. And um, so pretty quickly, I, I got on track, I had one slip with my, my, one of my favorite things was my daughter who does not eat, you know, can handle sugar and stuff, would always leave her pizza crust. And that was my favorite thing to eat off her plate, right? You're going to leave the crust. That is the best part. <laughs> and uh, so one night, you know, this is after starting how, and it was sitting there and it was probably the first week or two. And, um, and I just went for it, you know, it's like, yeah, that, so um, that was. That's yeah. 10 minutes. You have 10 left. I'll say. Thank it. you. Thank you. Um, but it's, so I went to the store with her and she brought, bought herself some cookies and normally the old me would be like okay Aaron don't ask don't beg for a cookie don't ask or she'd give me one I'd say just one more and just all this shame about my gosh you know and I um could just look at her and, and say are they good and uh she said yeah and I'm gonna cry again you know to not just feel that feeling of like I just want to have some and I even was able to take um them out for ice cream and just go oh i bet that's really good and just not have such a miracle to not have this urge to not the neutrality around ice you know <sighs> so i've experienced a lot of 
miracles with this just over a month. Um, yeah, and it's it's really so much easier than what I was doing before, which in my mind, oh, this would be higher, harder because I have to weigh and measure and this and plan. And it's so much easier, easier. I'm just feeling such relief. And I have the same breakfast and lunch every day. And um, and I love it. And it feels my body just loves it too. Just my body is happy. And the the cha most challenging part is the late afternoon. I feel like for me, it's a long time to kind of wait for dinner. So um, sometimes I'll just eat a little earlier because I'm like, I need to have my dinner. Um, and let's see. That's done for sure. So yeah, so the, the relief of being at my home and being able to be around food and not and I also I help my mother a few days a week and she's always kept sweets around the house and I feel so bad like she'd go what happened to the cookies and I'm you know and just this there'd be mornings I'd get I'd go there in the morning and I'd be into the ice cream and the cookies and sorry if I'm not supposed to talk about specific foods I don't know but um but I go there and I don't even think about it it used to be Oh, don't open that cupboard because that's where they are. So just don't open that cupboard. Um, so I I just am really, really grateful. And thank you for asking me to speak. Wow. Now I could, I guess I've done it once. I, you know, it wasn't that painful. So <laughs> I'm glad it's a small meeting and I've spoken to some of you. And I really appreciate um the support. It's just been amazing making phone calls and people just going, oh hi, how are you doing? And you know, happy to hear from me instead of like, oh my God, am I gonna be bothering them? And it's just, it's really, it's been really great. Um, so I have a new added on to sending my sponsor my my food for the day. I've added on 10 minutes of meditation, which I'm glad because it'll really force me to do that. And, um, and then two phone calls. So I did that today and spoke to two people and that was, so I'm glad to kind of be forced into doing that and I think that's all I want to say and I'm really really happy to be here thank you